Welcome back to the Industry Misfit Podcast. I appreciate all our loyal subscribers and followers, everybody that been rocking with us each episode. We appreciate it. I got my man, Lewis Rod out here, fresh out Detroit, living in Cincinnati now, professional photographer. I got my man, True Crockett, yeah, fresh boy. out of Nova, Virginian, <laughs> yeah. Prince George originally, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Actor, <laughs> actor <laughs> musician, you know, just all around Renaissance man. Wow. We got the good guys in here, man. It's the, the good fellas <laughs> yeah. today, you yeah. know? So, so how y'all feeling, man? We're going to start off with that. Before we jump into, you know, other people's issues and other yeah. topics, I want to I wanna just know how y'all feeling as black men out here, you know, grinding, striving, entrepreneurs, yeah. you know, musicians, artists, you know, how y'all feeling? I'm good, man. I've been doing like a lot of reading, a lot of, you know. Always a plus. Yeah, yeah. I got, yeah. I'm trying to like really tap into zones and places like I haven't really been to before. Just trying to like do a lot of studying and trying to be a better man now that I'm a dad, you know. Right. I want to make sure I can be that role model. That what like, kind of what kind of books you read? Man, I'm reading a lot of kind of things that like uh, improve your psyche. Okay. You know, things yeah. that make me better, things that make me tougher, make sure my my mind state is a little bit tougher than what it's been because a lot of times as a musician and an artist you can fall into that you know, victim trap. Like, oh man, things aren't going the way they're supposed to. What did I do wrong? Why is this happening to me? Yeah. When what I'm trying to do is change the like, you know what? This door closed. So either I'm going to knock this next one down or find another one. Yeah. And I want to be able to show my daughter like, hey, you know what? If this didn't go right for you, you know what? That's okay. Right. Things happen, you know. You got to either go over this or go right through it, but there is a path. There is so a that's path. where I'm kind of you got to create your own path. Right, exactly. Right. right. What about you, man? Man, uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm a little, like, since entrepreneur, I'm a little tired, but what else is new? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not but, easy. Right. You I, know just, what I, mean? I talked about that last episode. Yeah, man. Yeah. But I mean, but you know, I mean, all things considered, though, man, like, so I'm, I'm blessed. I'm in beautiful California. I'm with good people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm, I'm happy that I'm able to do these type of things and, you know, and travel and, and shoot and get paid to, you know, do things that I love. Right, do what you love. Opposed to what I used to, you know what I mean? Used to just, you know, every day waking up and going to a job that I hated, you know what I mean? So right. I'm happy, man. I'm what, happy. Draw, what drew what drew you to uh, still photography? Uh, man, uh, I've, I've really just been like, I haven't had a camera attached to me like my whole life, yeah. like for real, for real. I mean, I used to, you know, take, I used to take crazy disposable cameras to school with me and just, just you know, take pictures you. of my friends. Like, next uh, yeah. That's incredible, man. I I didn't find my, I didn't know what my passions were that early. Like it took me. So so with me is what's interesting is, spelling bees, vocabulary tests, always super easy. Never would study essays, none of that type of stuff. I never would study. I would on the way to the on the way to school on the bus. I'd be like, I look it over. Okay, go to school, get an A. Yeah. But you don't realize. I might have a gift here yeah. with this. You exactly. get what I'm saying? Yeah. You're just like, oh, this easy. I'm thinking like I'm getting over. I'm like, oh, this is it. Like, that's all I'm thinking, right? <laughs> yeah. But then later on in life, I get to it and I'm like, yo, I know a lot of, I got an expansive vocabulary. Uh, all of this is easy. Writing essays is easy. Somebody give me a 10 page essay. I could breeze through it. I would much rather do that than a multiple choice test. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that makes so, sense. So, so, so. Like things like that in, in terms of like music and all of that type of stuff 
just knowing music and having a lyric for everything and being naturally gravitating to, to the arts and watching movies mm-hmm. and breaking down movies just for fun as mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah. Like, oh, I know what's going to happen here. And I'll be like, that was right. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, it. Yeah, I know yeah, it's going to, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you no, you don't realize that stuff is like a talent. Right, right, right. Like, right. you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, so I always find it interesting when people know exactly what they like when they're kids. Yeah. Like, that's such an advantage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like, even in that though like you know i i knew i, I knew i liked it right but like you know like i said you know i i mean i i i didn't i never i never thought i was gonna make, make money a career it, you know what was mean? like it was just like something doing. i like something right. i mean i was relatively good at you know what i mean but it was just like because you know like when you especially when you're a kid it's like you know your parents is you know telling you you know go you know be a be a lawyer be a be a something something right. you know yeah. be a businessman something, be something, something like that, that you know but, but you know when you start you know playing you know like you said playing with the arts and you know, whatever it is film music all that kind right. of stuff you know you, you know your, your parents especially for your parents generation they look at you like right and, right. Right. and it's all about embracing mm-hmm. that path because mm-hmm. even when you do figure out what you want to do for me for instance i was like all right i'm gonna write rap i'm, I'm gonna write mm-hmm. raps and this that and that and then I started having opportunities mm-hmm. where I was able to like go out with a rock band. Mm-hmm. And at first it was like, nah, nah, I'm a rap, I'm gonna just do this. And then I had opportunities to put songs in TV shows and commercials. And then I thought like, no, what you have to do is this path that you set forth with. Then you start thinking like, you know what? I'm getting paid to do this. Right. I'm getting paid to do that. Why can't I do these other things? Right. You know, and you know, once you're on that path, you have to be able to look and realize, like, hey, you know, there's opportunities here. I can take them. I should take them. You know, you bring up you bring up an interesting point that I was gonna bring up with you anyway. Mm -hmm. Listening to the world's fault and listening to the No Ho project that Mm -hmm. y'all put together. Right. When I listen to those it brought me joy because I was like, True found his lane. <laughs> and and finding your lane is so vital. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I told yeah. Les, I said, I said, it feel like True found his lane. Yeah. Like this feels natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. You don't have to force it. You're not really thinking. It fro- it, it flows very freely. Well, like I'm listening that. to the music and uh-huh. I'm like, he found his lane. Yeah. And 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 that's a gift. Like, like a lot of people don't realize Pitbull used to do crunk rap i remember right i remember and he was with little john yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. he did crunk rap yeah, right. yeah. And he was actually all right yeah i remember right yeah. but that dried up and he came back and reinvented himself as mr. you know the latin mr 305 <laughs> the latin pop star yeah. and he went crazy yeah. Yeah, one exactly. of the biggest artists in the world right yeah. that's that's all finding your lane because yeah. the talent was there mm-hmm. But it was misguided a little bit. Like, yeah. you don't have to rap the hood crump, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, yeah. to make people fight mm-hmm. raps. He went and started doing the international pop star thing. Showing up in and, a white suit. Right, showing up <laughs> in a white suit. Every performing in a damn tuxedo every yeah. time now, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Making, yeah. Probably making yeah. 500000 a show. Yeah. You know actually, what I mean? I've actually seen it. Pitbull gets dumb money. He gets per, stupid per money. Stupid money. Dumb you know what I mean? And he do all the big, big, big events. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's that Super Bowl performance guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could, yeah, he could go to the Super Bowl. It right. was so crazy. Like, I saw it one time, like, in my neighborhood, there was, like, the, uh, the GNC store was right next to the ABC, the liquor store. And he had a poster at GNC and at the liquor store. Wow. I was like, this is crazy. But you know how <laughs> but I'm like, it. you know what? I'm never mm-hmm. mad at anybody who's getting their money. And it's too people too many people that get upset like, oh, you're supposed to do it like this. Why are you telling that man to do it that way? He's getting his bread. People enjoy it. They're having a good time. Mm. Go for it. Right. Go for it. I mean, especially like you said, crunk 
Crunk died. So, died. Like, so he was supposed to die. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. He came back with a vengeance. Like right. he just was like, "Look, man, I'm, yeah. I'm. What is he? Cuban, probably. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 He came back with a vengeance and, and got the world. Man, that, that that international stuff is ridiculous. I um, I actually had the honor to work in production for a video like two months ago for an artist named Anita. Okay. I don't know if y'all heard of her yet. Okay. She got like 35 million followers on Instagram. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I had no idea who she was. Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm like, damn, this is a real international yeah. pop star. Yeah. Um, uh, Rita Ora mm -hmm. was in the, in the song. Oh, and wow. also uh, Sophia Reyes, she's a little younger, a little mm -hmm. newer, but she yeah. still got like 2 million followers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. on this video, I'm like, this international theme it's huge. Like, like now yeah, I understand yeah, yeah. why Drake got a different accent every five seconds. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the money, yeah, yeah, yeah. the money is there, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Coming coming from a coming from smaller cities, mm -hmm. right? Well, me and you, you come mm -hmm. from you from Detroit. You from you know y'all got Motown and all this different stuff. Yeah. I got the, 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 the history. Yeah. For 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 us, what can you do? to to make it out of a smaller city like what like how do you like you kind of buy coastal right now like yeah. you you know what i mean you out here in la every now and then you back home how do you balance that like what is it how did you find out that you need to kind of break out and branch out i was a little bit luckier because like my most of my family is from virginia right but like my mom she's a native new yorker right so growing up i had like completely like crazy experiences like you know i would go up to new york for the summer you know, and be hanging out in like New Rochelle and Harlem, but then I'd be back in Virginia right. and like at my grandfather's house, and the pigs would get out, and I gotta chase them on the farm right. and get them, you know, like caged back had up. That both. You, yeah, yes. both. Oh, yeah. So just being Balance. able to see that, mm -hmm. you know, that told me like, hey, you know what? You need to travel. You need to see the world. And I think like when you do see the world, it's so much more that's like ingrained, and you see like different things and different colors and like i'm a huge visual person mm -hmm. and like when i'm creating music like it, like we went to a museum because mm -hmm. like i want to see the visuals and shout outs to my man les jones for saying like yo i know you like paintings and everything let's go to the museum while right. we're out here no nah, i so, was kind of mad when i see him. yeah <laughs> i was like yo no nah, this you ain't tell me yeah. i'm going to the museum i'm like i want to see the little the little clown dog yeah, 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 yeah. i was like all right, all right. but you know yeah. that, that's dope though because like Unfortunately, I don't know a whole bunch of people. If I could say like, yo, we're going to the museum. They're like, what? You yeah. going to LA and going to the museum? What right. are you doing? You right. know? So I just think- I think people overlook that. Yeah, you, yeah they told me. Totally I'm, I'm going to actually dedicate a couple of days soon to go to the different museums here. Cause I think really they should, like yeah. I think they got some really dope oh, museums yeah. here yeah, that people ignore. Yeah. Like we right across the street from a sports museum right I now. The LA sports right, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I bet they got some crazies. There's some history yeah, that's. that's if I was running. out here, I hit everything. You man. got to. Like, when I got to like you know when I live in Cincinnati now, like I mean I've, I'm pretty sure I've been to all the museums right. in, yeah. in Cincinnati. And, right. Like you know and you know there's there's one uh, a particular one, the Contemporary Arts Museum. I frequent that museum. Right. You know, they switch out exhibits switch a lot and stuff. And like, not like that kind of stuff, but mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But like you said, it's, it's just good for, it's just good for creativity. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what so, I mean? Just yeah. to see other people's art and other yeah. people's processes and things of that nature. It is. How do you, how do you balance um, family life and continuing to grow in your dreams and your career? I think that you have to have a situation where uh, whoever your partner is or whoever you're with, 
they have to be on the same page as much as possible. And everybody has to realize, like, you have your you time, I have my me time, and we can have our together time. Mm-hmm. And there does have to be a little bit of selfish, selfishness in there somewhere. Because right. you have to be able to say, like, hey, you know what? I need to create. Hey, I need to go to the gym. Hey, you need to create or you need to do what you need to do. That's fine. You know, and especially, like, you know, if there's a child or something in the picture as well, too. So you have to figure out, you know, how to divide that time. And me, I've gotten to the point now where, like, I'm, I'm scheduled. And right. I hate that. Like creating, I hate to be on the schedule, but I think it's like absolutely necessary mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think I, I, I'm like so through my situation. Like I'm fortunate that you know, and that was kind of one of the things that when I was like looking for somebody, you know, I mean, there was like somebody who understood what I did, and like, well, you know, I was before I was doing photography, I was heavy in music myself. And so that's how I, when I met my wife, that's what I was doing. Okay, you know what I mean, and like she very she, dope MC by the way. Yeah, yeah. Right. okay. And she, uh, she, she loves music. She yeah. loves music. You know what I mean? And like she, I mean, you know, she's always told me too. Like she's like, you know, I love, I love creative things. I, I don't really consider myself a creative person, but I love creative things. So she kind of, you know, what I mean, it's almost it's probably almost kind of like a vicariousness. Right. You know what I mean? She, she, she supports that part of me, but like you still, you still have to balance that. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I mean, I try my best to include my wife in places where I can, you know, cause like my wife, she's, she's, she's not, a, she's not a model, but like, if you go to my Instagram page, like, you know, right next to models, you'll see pictures of my wife. Right. And you know what I mean? And, and stuff like that. Or, right. you know, like I said, you know, I show her that she'll appreciate her. Yeah. You know too. what I mean? So whatever, right. you know, whatever it is, like, you know, or when I was, when I was performing, like there's times I've, Pick, grab my wife out of there and grab a time my girlfriend. At times I picked her out of the stage, <laughs> out of the crowd, and made her rap my songs with right. me on the stage. Right. You know what cool. I mean? So, you know, so it's, you bring them into So, y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all just fortunate to find um, understanding wives. Yeah. And, you I, know. and I'm very protective of my situation as well, too. Like online, like I don't have like a lot of pictures of her up mm-hmm. there or even my daughter. Right. Because I'm not that you say that. I don't I don't even think I've seen one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you know, and it's just like it's not one of those things and it's so funny because sometimes people be like, hey, you know, that's messed up. You don't have any pictures. You know, and I'm like and I'm kinda thinking like, who do you think just put took this picture of me that went online? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? She took it. So she know you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like one of those things that everybody's different. But I'm like Real protective of my private life, right? Because I think people are kind of online wilding right now. They are, you know. So I would rather keep. There's nothing wrong with that. Either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah There's nothing know? wrong with that. And I'm. And once again, shouts to my man Les Jones. This is a conversation we had, and like I've gotten so that the things that I love, I keep away from the world and protect it. You know, if you want to know about me. You, you need to listen to the project. Right. If you want to know what's going on, listen to the project and just the different things I'm talking about. And like, even when I put up a picture of my daughter now, you'll see like the picture is kind of like shaded. So right. you know I'm there with her, but you don't actually see her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I get it totally. What did, did your passion for your, um, your art come from? <clears throat> my passion really comes from like life, things that are going on, whether it's me, my family, friends stories situations like you know i was never the gangster dude i was never the drug dealer but i like to have a good time and i like to bring people together Mm -hmm. and i want that to be you know felt in my music like Mm -hmm. for instance like noho came from the idea of like you know, hanging out in Northern Hollywood. Right. And like me and the I producer. Like, they must have recorded this. Yeah. 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 You know, like my producer, uh, Soul Plus Mind, you know, he lives out here. And we were just like, 
you know, every time I come out here, we would always just like bar hop and just have a good time. And we're like, yo, let's take these moments and put them up there musically. Mm -hmm. Whereas World's Fault was more hip hop, you know, produced by Ski Beats. And it was more or less like things I was like going through throughout life. You know, right. it was just like World's Fault. The whole concept about that is just kind of like, you know, as sometimes as a man, like kind of like that victim mentality where it's just like, you know, everything that's happening to me is because of all of these people. It's the world's fault. Right. So I do plan on doing like a follow up to that to kind of just say like, all right, you know what? It's time for me to man up. Accountability. Yeah. You know, and like look at these decisions I've made and be like, OK, you know what? Somebody might have put you in a predicament. But at the end of the day, you got to, you know, own it up. And, right. And move forward. Is it for me? Right. When I look at like major artists, right? right, it's hard for me to separate music or art craft from the individual. Okay, right, uh -huh. like mm -hmm. some people can like listen to a shitty person's music mm -hmm. and just like separate the two. Right, what? How is that for y'all? Can y'all do that? I, I really, it's tough. It's for me. I I kind of agree with you. It's a case. It's a kind. It's a case by case scenario, especially considering I, I the time that we're in and you know a lot of things that are currently happening with different several different artists right. i've kind of come to terms with the fact that i feel like it depends on it really depends on what my connection to said artist is mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i i'm not a takashi 69 fan but like we'll just use him for example like you know if if i was a, if i if i was you know jamming to the last takashi 69 album and then you know i see all this you crazy stuff that he's caught up in the murder snitching all that kind of stuff you know i'd have to be like uh, no you know what i mean like a perfect example right now is like kanye west i'm in a conflicted place with kanye west right now because i'm not happy at all with you know what i mean a lot of things that he's done lately i have an insane connection to his music and i i i'm kind of come to terms with the fact that i'm not going to let that go i'm going to still consider continue to criticize him but like his music still makes me, you know, that music that he's already produced, he's made, that I've grown it, I've felt things with, I, it, that's not changing, you know? So that's my how I kind of feel about it. Mm -hmm. And I think I've learned as well too, and like a lot of people always say like, whoever you like, don't follow them online. Yeah. Don't meet your role models, don't, don't follow so artists that you like online because you will find things. There are artists who I used to be huge fans of, like after I followed them online, I was like, I don't want to hear another lyric i don't want to hear another song from those like because they're irritating that's mm -hmm. interesting yeah i know no, it was just because like, I, I think about it like i don't i don't follow i don't follow too many and it's not on purpose but i don't follow too many people that i that i like yeah. online like you know like probably one of the only celebrities that i follow like on instagram is cardi b because she's just mad entertaining yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean but it's like that, i don't she got that shock value man. Yeah. yeah but I, i've completely stopped mm -hmm. after that one said artist yeah. who i will not name i was just like no nah, i'm done <laughs> i was about to throw his name out. yeah no, like, <laughs> somebody like, met. no it wasn't somebody i met it was just like their social media and i'm just like Trash. yeah i'm just like why why are you arguing again you know why are you going at this person why are you doing this why are you saying this why are you saying all these crazy you should be above things. that yeah yeah you know it's just like i you know i think showing your ass on the internet yeah sorry can i say that <laughs> so so how do you how do you guys feel about um have you seen the, the michael jackson documentary nope refuse I, to watch it i have not watched it <laughs> as well to it and there was a tweet i saw not too long ago i forget the gentleman's last name his name is first name i believe is clyde and he uh was somebody that's been in the music industry for a while and just like 
his tweet. I don't know. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen his tweet. I've I seen probably 15 minutes of the documentary, but I stopped. Mm-hmm. It was tweet was very interesting to the fact that how he was around, uh, you know, Wade and Mike were around that time. And he was saying that how like pretty much Wade is blackballed from the music industry because he slept with Britney Spears while Justin Timberlake was dating her. And Justin Timberlake wrote Cry Me a River about Britney Spears because Wade because was having sex with her. Okay. And they said he's been doing that type of stuff in the music industry for years. And he's been getting blackballed. So now he's at the point where the only way he can make money is this documentary. And this is the Michael Jackson? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. like, he became, like, a choreographer and, like... He's doing whatever he can yeah. to get some bread. Yeah, and so they were, like, you know, Mike would co-sign for him, and then, like, that's how he became Justin Timberlake's choreographer, and he was cool with Justin, mm. and he ended up sleeping with Britney. Like and just do- yeah, and so he was just doing all this stuff, and people just started saying, like, you know what? Oh, you're you're not a loyal guy. You're not... So they start doors started closing, mm. and now all of a sudden... The last way you can make money is this documentary where you've said in the past that, you know, no, this never happened. Yeah, and somebody said, now, yeah, yeah, has said that before. Yeah, my thing is, like, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I, you know, Michael Jackson, that's that's the one thing that I always say is, like, when I started doing music, like, Michael Jackson from when I was four years old was, like, the person that made me enamored <clears throat> with performing yeah. music and things I mean, of that he's nature. he's the greatest entertainer yeah. of all time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. That's, a, that's a fact. Right, exactly. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, like you said, it's just like, I mean, that's that's a lifelong thing of, you know, of just of motivation, of inspiration, of yeah. all these things, you know, from Michael Jackson. And, you know, and we've all went through the things where, you know, when he was on trial, all these things, you know, and, 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 and you know, not guilty, whatever. My thing is, the man's been dead, what, 10 years now? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm just not here. Unless you, like I said, unless you got some solid R. Kelly evidence, I'm not here for the teardown. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, they want to take everybody out. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not trying to say, like, don't take R. Kelly out because that man's a trash. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm not even going to sit here and entertain because that's what they want. They want you. Yeah. They want the clicks. They want the, the ratings. You know what I mean? And they're going to keep, as long as people keep, watching this teardown stuff they're gonna keep making it they're gonna come for it eventually they're gonna come for everybody right yeah. you know what i mean so i'm like i'm not i'm not i'm not throwing my nickel in the bucket on that one right <laughs> how do you feel about r kelly oh man so I, yeah I'm, I'm with you on that trash dude you know but like the crazy thing is so first time i actually came out to los angeles i flew out from like North Carolina, Raleigh. Okay. I flew back, and while I was there, you know, one of my people was picking me up. He's like, "Let's go to the mall. Go to the mall. R. Kelly is there. He's walking around with all these young girls. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like it could have been like 11, 12, 13. Wow. But at the time, mm. at the time, no, this was before everything happened. This yeah. is like 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking. I'm like, oh man, poor fella. Mm-hmm. He's got all these groupies follow behind him, not knowing. That now, what, 17, 18 Piper? years? Yeah. yeah was, this, was before, this was before he even said yeah, the Pied Piper stuff. Damn, I'm just no. saying. But, like, they were all just walking behind him. He was walking in and out of stores there with him. And, like, we were just like, oh, man, poor guy. He has to deal with stuff like this. Not knowing that what was going on. He called himself the Pied Piper. Yeah. He gave, he gave people <laughs> the inch. Yeah. So after I saw that, Crazy. and after all those details came out, like, it, like, really upset me because I was like, uh, like even now I'm getting chills thinking about it mm-hmm. like having a little girl it's like oh man this dude he, like these girls were probably part of mm-hmm. his like mm-hmm. you know this, this thing right. you know mm-hmm. and just like it, just as a father now to a little girl oh my god you know 
You know, crazy. go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was gonna say the crazy thing about the thing. The crazy thing that I thought too about R. Kelly is like you know, cause I, cause this can actually go to the fact that like I said, I grew up with R. Kelly, but I don't. It, it doesn't. I don't feel the same way about R. Kelly as Michael Jackson. Right. The thing about R. Kelly is like yes, R. Kelly has songs that I has songs that I love, has albums that I love, you know. But I was I was about the age I was about the age of the girl when that tape came tape out. Came you know, out. What I mean, I was about the age of I was about the age of the girl when I was about the age of the girl when that tape came out. And you know, someone you know, everybody's talking about cancel R. Kelly. You still don't listen to R. Kelly X, Y, and Z. And I was like, man, I was like, you know what? I was like, even you know, even the R. Kelly joints that I love, like I was like, it's it's it's, it's inconsequential. It's, it's inconsequential because I was like, yo, I couldn't tell you the last time I listened it's to R. Kelly. Right? Yeah. Are you gonna keep yeah. listening to R. Kelly? I'm like, I don't. I don't listen. To R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and I like you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But take all this other thing. Like I said, there's music that I like, but it's just like I don't sit at the crib and be like, yo, let me put on TP2.com. Right. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. So with me, yeah. right, with in terms of Mike, I'm 50-50 mm-hmm. because, and I've been 50-50 forever. Okay. Yeah. So. Like for me, it don't take me a long time to like choose my side. Like some mm-hmm. people, you they gotta get hit over the head eighty two mm-hmm. times yeah. before they decide. Yeah. Like I don't like this mm-hmm. person. Yeah. So with me, it just never felt right mm-hmm. that he has sleepovers with kids. Agreed. Even mm-hmm. as a kid, Agreed. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck these little kids want to go spend the night. I get it, it's Michael Jackson, but I don't want to sleep in the bed with Michael Jackson. Like right. I'm like nine years old thinking right. that. Like right. even if I went right. over there, like right. bro, let me go to. You got all these rooms. Right. Let me right. sleep in one of these rooms. Right. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? So. That's weird enough for me to 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 think that there's a hint that this mm-hmm. might possibly could be true, mm-hmm. but then there's no concrete evidence, so I'm right. not gonna publicly drag him through the mud, yeah, right, stomp right, right, on him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like well, I'm was, in the middle. I don't think anybody would ever. I don't think anybody would ever debate that. You know, Michael Jackson was weird. It is yeah. definitely. <laughs> right? There's you always a, it's that possibility is is yeah. always there. Yeah, and I, you know and I have a problem when. I don't like when people, like if somebody's super talented, like mm-hmm. you overlook all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you don't, like if any any one of us was like, yeah, man, I'm having a sleepover. I'm having, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having like five, I'm having like five of my little friends yeah. over. And I'm like, oh, word? What's that address? Nine one one? You know what you're I know entirely what you're saying, and like, and, I, and honestly, like you said, if it was literally anyone else right. but Michael Jackson, because like the only reason that it even did it even like makes sense to me is because you know, like everybody said, like it was right. It was like this dude never had a child, right? Yeah, you know, what I'm saying a he's a very child. Sure. He was a very childlike person, and he never had a childhood. Right. So yeah. it was like you grow up to be the biggest star in the world. You know, what I'm saying with, a, with a, right with the Peter Pan. Like said, right. I mean, he was a Peter Pan complex. Right. You know, what yeah. I mean, it was like he didn't want to grow up. Right. But it was also too it was like he grew up and never got to be a kid. Right. So he got he grew up got to do literally whatever he wanted. Build a theme park in his backyard and was like, I'm going to be a kid now. Right. And then at the same time, too, like, when are we going to fault, like, Wade's parents? Because yeah. they sent him over there. Yeah. So, well, I mean, like... Well, that's the thing. Also, that's the thing. R. Kelly, I mean, yeah. Aaliyah's parents. Yeah. Did you Did you just see the, the joint that uh, 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 Vlad dropped with a, with a former, like... Girl? I didn't watch it, but I did see it pop up. I watched I watched it, and, like, you know, like, I always, when I listen to, when I listen to people talk or whatever, like, I'm real big on, like, body language and, like, speech patterns and stuff yeah. like that. To, like, you know, like, if you seem like you lying and you yeah. whatnot. Yeah. I listen to this lady, man. I believe everything. And I'm not quick to believe people. Like, right. I listen to this lady. I believe everything she said. And she said that, like, she said that, uh, that R. Kelly told her about the whole Leah situation, told her that 
he uh did he but essentially they got married because he had gotten her pregnant and they did all that doctoring and x y and z and tried to get him married and get it uh, get married because then he wouldn't get in trouble if they was married and she was pregnant and then saying that Ark did uh, that he, he didn't have Aaliyah's parents would have would let him sleep at their house and which is okay which is weird yeah, right? right but then right. also said that she told him that she told him that uh, he told her I'm sorry that Aaliyah's mother was attracted to him and that he was having sex with Aaliyah's mother when everybody would be sleeping and stuff like that like they would do sex stuff in the living room and savage, you know and, 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 and once again like you said like Al, this is all public record common knowledge x y and z and Aaliyah's parents never address it to this day. They don't address our, you know, none of the Kelly stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they could be the people they could really put, you know, like not that, you know, it's he going down. But you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they got they're the closest, the first evidence, and they ain't said not boo. Yeah. So I mean, I was like the way she presented, I mean, the way she spoke about it, the way she presented, like it all made sense to yeah. me, and she seemed credible. So I was like, that's it's messed very up. believable. <laughs> for one, for one, we see how people act around stars mm-hmm. so that star that star power just blinds a lot of people and mm-hmm. have people do things out of character mm-hmm. just because they feel like it's a once in an opportunity time mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah. if you watch it's another show um where like they have like parents that did foul stuff to their kids like selling them off and stuff i can't remember what it is mm-hmm. but a lot of the responsibility and the blame goes to these parents because well, yeah, they sure. let their kids yeah. they so mm-hmm. excited to be around the star themselves mm-hmm. yeah. that they just like mm-hmm. negligent mm-hmm. and don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about what's going on with and, the kids and not an, and not an excuse but like you said parents and stuff you know what i mean not an excuse but you know what i mean like our you know our kelly was molested as a child Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 because it was a family member. Right. His brother wouldn't speak on who it was, but said, and you know, and his brother was, you know, was his brother was anti R. Kelly, but you know, but he was saying like my brother was molested by blah, blah, blah. And in this same interview, she said that R. Kelly told her that it was his sister. Oh, that his sister was the one molesting him when he was a kid. You know what I mean? And like, you know, like so all that kind so of. So we talk about two two musical geniuses. Mm-hmm with deep psychological issues trauma yeah. from their childhood. childhood right exactly. yeah it's you know crazy I mean? but yeah I, I haven't been i haven't listened to r kelly in a long time i used to turn his music off when it comes to radio yeah like i'm at yeah. that point yeah you same know what here. i'm saying because yeah, i've been new you know yeah. what i'm saying it didn't yeah. take that uh documentary mm-hmm. to surviving r kelly to, to let me know that i didn't rock with him yeah. Yeah. What, what do y'all think about how divisive we are and inconsistent we are with cancer and stuff like this whole cancel movement that we have cancel culture where, is crazy. where cancel culture is crazy because it's nobody is going to do it if it inconveniences them right right like you like if you spent your income tax checks the last two years on all gucci clothes when people <laughs> say I'm boycotting Gucci. You like the hell with that? <laughs> this we, is crazy. Like, we, we just had this conversation like, last like, night. Like, yeah, like, yesterday we talked about a lot of this yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. like, it's it's crazy, man, because it's like you know everybody has their demons. Everybody has done things right, things wrong. But like, I guess when we have like celebrities or like this, I'm not even talking about the clothing line versus people like how they try to cancel people because somebody will say something, everybody gets mad. You know, and then it, it just turns to this person, turns to this one. It's insane at this point, you know? 
Sometimes people misspeak. Sometimes people do things right. Sometimes they do things wrong. It's just, it's crazy. Like, it's out of control at this point. And I've gotten to the point where, like, with social media, it's hard for me now to be a musician and do stuff on social media. And I do know a lot of uh, musicians. And I'll even be honest. I've done this one time. I've actually paid somebody to do social media for me just so I wouldn't have to interact with all the craziness out there. Mm -hmm. And the bad part about that is, and I don't think people realize it, we're starting to lose a lot of creatives. I know people that have been in really great bands and great musicians that were just like, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah, you're right about that. It's, it's, it's really like getting tougher to create art, yeah. especially like film, because everything everything that you put in like film now, or if you're a comic, you it's certain certain topics and subjects that you can't really discuss because yeah. you're going to have like a whole like group coming at your neck. You know, it's all jokes. It's all fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's making everybody's job a lot tougher. What you think about Rod? Rod what you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say with the castle culture, it's very, uh, it's, you know, it, it's not consistent. So I, I really, I'm, I'm not really a big fan of it because people hold certain people to a standard that they don't hold other people to. And normally it's just because of the fact that that person's got something going on right now that's that's hot or popular you know mm-hmm. so it's like it's the question is like are we trying to just keep people who from it are we trying to keep dirty people from advancing or are we trying to stop people from being dirty you right. know what i mean it's right. like you know this is one type of thing where it's like it, it's it, everyone just at the first chance they get to kind of just be nasty and kick up mm-hmm. some dust they jump on it and obviously some people deserve it more than others but as a whole just the idea of like we, whoever the hell we are, has decided that this person must go. I'm like, whatever, man. I'll decide for myself. Yeah, this person must go. Because yeah. for the most part, people people not gonna do something that inconvenience them. That's right. what all of this has really taught me. Right. Like that's what that's why you got like how you said it's inconsistent. It's just people choosing. Yeah. I'm gonna go harder on this because it don't affect me. Right. Rather than this because when I do this, it's actually disrupting my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna continue on doing this. So all this is not so bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like Absolutely. I was, like I was saying, if yeah. you if you went and you bought, um, you know, the last pinch of last two income tax seasons on Gucci, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you got you got somebody saying that we ain't wearing Gucci no more, you like fuck that? Like yeah. I ain't buy all this shit for nothing. Yeah, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like you gonna be like, well, I, ain't, yeah. you know, what they did wasn't that bad, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. hey guys, let's just cool out here. We yeah. don't gotta, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, you, but you going hard on anything else. Yeah. That don't affect you. Yeah, that's you the thing. What I'm saying. Hey, that's how everybody. Yeah, that's how everybody is. You know, everybody's got their own. You know, whatever parameters and weights and scales, and you know, and that's you know, that's how it's gonna be. And it's mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be shouted down. You know, what I mean, because you, you know, just like say you decide not to cancel somebody. Like this idea of erasing people isn't. It, that's kind of insane to me because you know before any of this cancel culture stuff started. You know, we still had, you know, there, you know, there's, there's, you know, we had Woody Allen's, we had Chuck yeah. Berry's, you know, we had even they, even Elvis had some sketchy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what I'm saying like there's been artists and people who have done things, you know, specifically with children. You know, what I mean, children, family members, all kinds of stuff, and it's like you know, like say if you take you know if you take Elvis or Woody, you know Woody Allen, it's like you know they teach you know whole college courses on Woody Allen movies, like you know what I mean, like nobody's. 
a racing legacy of Willie Woody Allen, you know what I'm saying? Like people might people might have hesitancies about standing next to him today, but they're not erasing his body of work. Right. And you know what I mean? They're not erasing all his, you know, his people not gonna try to erase him. Right, you know we I mean? try to erase you, ours. Right. You think you think you think there's any world you know, literally do you think if anything came out, do you think there's any world we live in where Elvis isn't gonna be overking? Like, right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like come on. You know, you know what the, the the big thing is, um, that I notice is people is like this wokeness thing is kind of new for a lot of people, so it's a lot of overreaction. Mm-hmm. They don't know like when to pick and choose your battles or mm-hmm. what's right. what's affecting mm-hmm. or what you should. Yeah. But like when people when when mm-hmm. movies and films make period pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of the language in, in the period piece is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, oh no, nah, we're not going to see that. Which is crazy. Yo, in the 1950s, this is how people would talk. Yeah. You know, like, and they yeah. don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, you looking at him like, yo, mm-hmm. do you want him to be like yeah. super futuristic where mm-hmm. he's thinking like 70 mm-hmm. years in advance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no, the people of his time thought like this. So this part is important. Mm-hmm. To the film, yeah, and you that know? makes absolutely no sense because you're exactly right, you know. And I, <clears throat> it was a movie. I'm, I'm trying to think what it was, and people were complaining about you know the N word being used, but I think it was like a western, or it was something like that, or something like back in like the 30s, 40s, 50s. Like that's what happened. Right. I'm not saying that it was right because <laughs> it wasn't, but that's how if people talk. I think actually, I actually think that like I, I might, I might be wrong. Correct me if you think that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I think that actually might have been um, um, Quentin Tarantino's Hateful Eight. Uh, you know that that Western. Like I think mm-hmm. the actual, I think the actual problem about it was that people have a, you know, people have consistently had a problem with Quentin mm-hmm. Tarantino. Yeah, he uses nigga a lot. Uh, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, he does excessive. <laughs> <to> say, you <laughs> know, whatever. In a word, you know, use of nigga in movies. And like this was one. Right? And this is one. You know, and this was one of those movies. You know, much like Django or something like that, yeah. where like you, like you said, based on the time period X, Y, and Z, you could and he could actually defend the use of it but people's problem in that particular one was more so with him he does it in all his movies using it over and over I don't know if it was that particular movie but Mm -hmm. I did hear that Mm -hmm. about that movie but there Mm -hmm. have been movies that mm-hmm. I've seen oh, or yeah. heard people yeah, yeah, just yeah. in general say like oh you shouldn't use that word it's like mm-hmm. it's a time period mm-hmm. piece you can't erase something that happened you right. can't yeah. you can't yeah, and as a matter sound, of fact it's not gonna be authentic exactly yeah. and as a matter of fact like I feel like that gives it more of a you know what I mean like you understand yep. more like oh wow this right. happened right. this was right. this was said right. why don't we take that out then right. really that's, if you take that out you make the bad guy look a little bit better if he's not saying it you know that's like making a, like that's like making a slavery like a movie about slavery and then like the studio tells you a lady a studio tells you you got to take out a rape scene to get a PG thirteen mm-hmm. rating, yeah. and you're like this was slavery yeah like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, like you yeah, can't probably. clean up. Yeah. One of the worst things that ever happened. Let's romanticize it a little yeah, bit more. Like, no. You know, like, no. Nah, the nah, point is that hopefully people walk uh-huh. away with a real sense yeah, of this shit. Right. That's a normal thing. I think the problem is, and I might hit people probably be get upset with me saying this. Yeah. We've been talking so long, like everybody's opinion matters. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Not especially in this age. Right. Because there's a lot of bad opinions. Horrible. Opinions. That are being, you know, and from somebody 
who not while I was making music was working in customer service. Right. Some of y'all got some bad opinions. And that, that whole, <laughs> the whole agree to disagree shit. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know, I'm not gonna agree to disagree. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we have people who people who wanna like people who wanna uh, opinionate facts. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Fuzzy like, thinking right. is what they right. call it. You know what I'm saying? Fuzzy yeah. thinking. It's like, it's like we'll agree to disagree. It's like this is a topic where we cannot agree to disagree right. because there's this an answer. True. Actually, an answer, right? Right. Like, and you were on the wrong side of that answer, right? <laughs> so, how did y'all feel about the Oscars? You know, um, I felt like Black Panther should have won, you know, film of the year. It didn't. Green Book um, won, which I thought was a good film, and and it, it's in line with what we're talking about about certain lines or scenes that people like. Oh, don't go see that because it is. It's based in the fifties or the sixties, like. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be certain things that you need to see. It's an Italian New Yorker yeah. and a, a high class um, black man. Like he's gonna be looking at him in a strange way. Like you talk about somebody wealthy, he yeah. goes into the man's house. The man got a throne in there. He got marble floors, yeah. and he's a white Italian dude from New York. That's like he's been like the muscle for the mob for a while. I got a question because I haven't seen the movie. Sure, so you've yeah. seen it. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the Green Book was a book that black tourists used to maneuver around the United States when right. things were still segregated. In the South, they weren't right. ready and they weren't able to go everywhere. Right. So this movie is called The Green Book. And uh, Mahershala Ali is the guy who made The Green Book? No, so so the reason it's called The Green Book is okay. because Mahershala Ali plays a pianist. Okay. Like, and he's like a, a world-renowned pianist, yeah. but he hasn't toured the South yet mm-hmm. as a black man. Mm-hmm. Like he's been overseas, he's mm-hmm. classically trained, okay. so many degrees. So th- his tour through the South, mm-hmm. they're using the Green Book as to find those safe those spaces, those hotels, those restaurants. So, so okay, so still that makes that makes sense. So mm-hmm. that so that was one of the things that I thought that was there was there wasn't right about that movie to me and just goes into the whole white savior film mm-hmm. thing is that how do you make a movie called the green book about a black person maneuvering through the south and the black person is the supporting actor well i don't it's technically i guess he's supporting actor he won an oscar yeah. for supporting he, he, actor he won an, he won an oscar <laughs> for supporting actor but when you're watching the film, honestly, it don't feel like savior to me. I feel like that was just people being super sensitive. So, but how is so my thing is, but how is he? How is he not the? How is he not the lead? How is he not the lead actor? Because so so basically, the movie is written by the monologues and the, and the logs and journals of the who the bodyguard was the Italian the white dude. So he wrote, you know. Mm-hmm accounts of these mm-hmm. you know this these happenings mm-hmm. and his like grandkids or great grandkids or whatever uh-huh. they they found the laws okay. so they wrote the movie based on those laws uh-huh. so that happens to that so that's that's why it may seem like a little bit that he's the lead and he's the this that and the third because it came from his journal so something I read not too long ago I haven't seen the movie but this might answer your question they're saying that uh character that Mashallah played, mm-hmm. his family and he, the actual character, mm-hmm. said no 
to the movie for years. And I read that his family said that was all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> so that's probably that could be another reason. Like, not to say it's right, right. but that might be why he's not the main character, being that it came from the other family but, but no, in that the, perspective. The, no, but the the, the, doc, the director of the movie said <laughs> the director of the movie said that he said to only tell that that he wanted him to tell his story. His story specifically, don't talk to anyone in my family. That's what the director said. Mm-hmm. The director said that he didn't want him to speak to anyone and to tell his story mm-hmm. is what the director said. <laughs> the character that Mahershala is playing didn't want nobody to tell the story. Who, who was it? The, the the black guy. Yeah, okay, the, black, the black guy okay. was saying, like, only tell the story. I only want you to tell the story from my account. Don't talk to my family is what the director said. Right. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I always wonder about that too. Because like, you asking somebody's like great grandkids mm-hmm. about them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they didn't know him either. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, that's a good Especially point. Especially somebody like him, he was a super private person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's back in then he was he was a homosexual. But I mean, this wasn't that long ago. Like you could talk, you could literally talk to this person's kids. Like, yeah, that's like could. your mom. You could. He didn't have Because yeah, he got you, got you. Matter, matter of fact, he might have. He might have got divorced. I think he mm-hmm. I think he had a, a wife and he got divorced and then he started mm-hmm. living his true life. Gotcha, but, you know, man, I, I think everybody should, should watch. So, yeah, he was. Okay. They, they had like a little scene that alluded to that. Word. They, um, I think everybody should just start watching movies for themselves mm-hmm. because they, they kept pinpointing this little fried chicken scene mm-hmm. out. Trying to trying to say mm-hmm. you know oh you got a white man teaching a black man how to eat fried chicken. Mm-hmm. The point of the scene was, and who knows if this actually happened. Mm-hmm. The point of that scene was he mm-hmm. wasn't a typical black man. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't he didn't even listen to black music. Like they mm-hmm. they turned on like Aretha Franklin or something, and he was like oh this is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And he was like you don't know Aretha Franklin. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like how you be a black dude and you don't know like Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. You don't know you know like these is your people. Like how you don't know? So he was like putting them on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that scene really wasn't that that bad. It's just people I didn't hear so sensitive. Yeah. yeah, sometimes that kind of stuff though. Yeah, it's like calm down. It calmed down. You know what I mean? You know, like when you go to it wasn't blackface. When you walk in the room, when you walk in the you know that's one of the things. Like if you when you walk in the rooms looking for a problem, you'll find one. Right. You will. You absolutely. You know what though? But overall, I think the the Oscars were good. Were were good this year. It's one of those weird things where it's like every year I say, at least same to the Oscars and Grammys, every year I'm like, I'm not going to watch them. And then I do end up watching. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And so it was like, you know, so same deal. I, caught, I was actually busy during the Oscars this year, but I, I, caught, I came in like the middle. And the no host format, I think, actually made it one of the, I think between the no host format and the fact that like there was a lot of, um, diversity of nominees mm-hmm. and you know so you mm-hmm. know things to root for the diversity of nominees and diversity of winners i think all of those things put together made this probably one of the most enjoyable i thought Oscars so man I, it wasn't as stale like it wasn't so dry you didn't have to force laugh at anybody's jokes mm-hmm. it was just kind of like straight through mm-hmm. you know these are the and i thought like it kept it moving it did keep it moving you know what I mean? it, it did keep it, it like, moving fuck all this fluff. and you can and you can yeah. include yeah. When you do it that way with no host, you can include more awards in the actual show because mm. you know it's certain awards that they don't air. Fox doesn't have to do fifteen right. minutes of stand up right. forty five exactly. Minutes. So now right. you can now those people who 
who have those, I guess, smaller awards, mm-hmm. they can get their recognition. The less sexy ones. The less sexy yeah, awards, they, you know? Best creative direction. All that <laughs> like, stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. And, and, and the diversity is great. We still got, I still want to see more because I still want to see, like, more Asians, more, you know, um, yeah. Latinos yeah. And, and all these other ethnic groups that represent America and yeah. make America great, even more black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and just looking at it, you've seen like the first black to win this, or first woman to win this. You right. think like, yo, they were really behind because yeah. there's been some great art by minorities oh, and yeah. women over these years. Yeah. It's, but it's like, like it's trying to crack that crack that academy up. Yeah, yeah I mean, it it's is. Like crack that. You know, they trying to add more diversity into into the actual academy. Yeah. You it's know, getting better. It though, like, you know, like I said, but even last year, what that was amazing. Like with that, with um. Moonlight winning the Oscar. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying like I, I would. Did it, have y'all seen Moonlight? I, I, seen have, Moonlight. I have not. Yeah, no, seen Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. yeah, like I went to the I went to the theater to see Moonlight, mm-hmm. man. And like you know, like me and my wife was like watching it, and then like left the theater. You know, what I mean, like that's what it was. Where it's like you left the theater, and like you had a conversation about the movie. Right. right. You know, what I'm saying like afterwards, and it was just like it was just so well done. It just it showed a a, a side of. Uh, of, a, of a black male that you you know you've never really seen portrayed mm-hmm. in a in a movie before you mm-hmm. know what I mean and it, I mean it was just good you know and, and to see a movie a film like that you know I went and saw in an indie theater okay you know what yeah. I'm saying like get to take home you know what I mean the most coveted award of yeah. the night for some yeah, reason that's also for some reason Barry Jenkins films. They have this mm-hmm. this this independent um, mm-hmm. kind of like circuit, and mm-hmm. I, that was his first like major major one. So I get that one, but the same thing happened with Bill Street. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of hard to see Bill Street mm-hmm. in some in some instances. Like yeah, it, it hit theaters at different times yeah. and certain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So hopefully his next film, yeah. you know, because because cinema like directing wise. Mm-hmm. I, I really love his work directing wise. Mm-hmm. You know, like especially Bill Street, like it's it's a it's beautiful shot. Street, yeah. 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 yeah, Bill Street, yeah, yeah, yeah Bill Street. Yeah. Talk, I think. Like this. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I, I I thought so. What? How did you feel about Oscars? You, you really like it? I mean, like I didn't get to see it this year. Okay, but I've heard like a lot of the same comments that you guys are saying. Like the open format was a lot better yeah. than what it has been mm-hmm. and like of course I'm all for diversity and everything as well too and like just let the best film win you know right no matter what it is or the nationality or anything so I'm, yeah. I'm all for anything or a situation where something good can have a chance right and I've that's always how, thought yeah and I've always thought a lot of times like it's a cultural thing like you know, we might see a movie and think like, yo, this is beautiful, this is fantastic. And maybe, and I could be completely wrong, maybe somebody from another culture could see it and not understand the significance of all the parts and that's why it's not nominated. Mm-hmm. There's a part mm-hmm. of me that wants to hope that's what it is, I not because like- Black Panther didn't win. Because, yeah. because in order to understand Black Panther, you have to be attached to the Afrocentric nature mm-hmm. of it yeah, like it, it's, it's deeper right? it's, it's deeper it's deeper than just superhero movie yeah because i ran into a couple people that was like black panther was cool but you know like i thought it was all right but guess what they wasn't black 
So yeah. they so they didn't have that yeah. extra attachment to the it. Right. The state right. right. The dope right. thing about Black Panther as well too, I've had people who weren't black as well talk to me about it. That like open dialogue and like say how great right. they thought it was. Right. And it's always funny, like, yo, can I talk to you about it? I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. Exactly. You know. Right. But like, you know, talk about like the thing was the acting was fantastic, man. It wasn't just like you say a comic book right. movie, like there's some great actors. Yeah. In this movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't all actually fighting. It wasn't that. Yeah. They had depth to it. But yeah. Think, wait, think, think about this too, though, man. Like the fact that, the fact that that movie, you know, win or lose, mm-hmm. just the fact that that movie was the first superhero movie to be nominated for a picture of the year. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that that just showed that you know, like I said, win or lose. That shows how strong of a movie that was. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Of all, you know, because once again, like you said, a, a black Afrocentric superhero movie, like nothing about that says Oscar nomination. Yeah, you, know, no. you know what I mean? So right. that just shows how powerful that that movie was. So it's like, yeah, people can miss, you know, the impact because it doesn't impact them like that. But like mm-hmm. I said, once again, just the fact that it made it that far. Just shows how good of a movie it was. I was upset that. Go ahead, True. No, I was just going to say, like, on top of that, to kind of capitalize on that as well, too, I also had friends who were not African American talk mm-hmm. to me about how great the music was mm-hmm. that accompanied that as well, too. Mm-hmm. So when you have a movie like that, and then, like, the music as well, too, like, you know. I've seen some little white boys wearing Black Panther. Uh, Halloween costumes and yeah. stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. And you know that we talk about outrage. I know some people were like outraged about that. I wasn't mad at it. Like if you had, oh, yes, there, there was there was a huge like, outrage yeah, about that. Like how many Superman, Batman, black people? Like, 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 you don't like, have no black paint on your face. Like yeah, you wearing a costume. We wore Superman and yeah, all that stuff. Spider, all that. Those are not black people. There was nothing. It's nothing different. You know what I mean? Absolutely right. That kid is playing. It's a character. And it's the other. It's the other way. You know, just like you know, people like you know, you know, you want to. Anybody can wear the mask, you know, type of deal. Right. Yeah. It's like you want a black James Bond, you want a black Spider Man, you want right. a black X Y Z. Exactly. It's like you can have a white. One black. thing they, they 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 cannot do is is make Michael B. Jordan Superman. Please, oh god, no. please, no, but no. yeah, I see that he's killed thing. He's killed his kill man. You can't be Superman. Please don't do that. Yo, I will say too though, quick, I forgot about that. This you know, black superheroes or superheroes are you know typically the culture that you expect them to be. The the Spider Man cartoon, oh yeah, in the Spider Verse yeah. or whatever, yeah. yep. that was the best movie I saw last year. You think so? Yeah, that movie they won. Was, they won the animation. And that, I'm so ashamed yeah. of myself for not seeing it yet. And like that I, movie was amazing, and, and I'm pretty like, sure it was. And I want to see it. Like I grew up I was, a huge yeah, comic book fan. I, sure yeah. I can only imagine. Like if I seen it, if I was like 13 and saw that mm-hmm. movie, yeah. Uh, like it would, I it said, would I would like, I would like for them to make that a, um like a series. Too. Oh yeah, that movie would have changed. Yeah. If I was thirteen, I saw that movie. That movie would have changed my life. Yeah. And I would say like, <laughs> like growing up, like from reading comic books and everything, I said if I had a son, his name would be Miles. Yeah, because like I was a comic book dude yeah, growing right. up, and just to be able to yeah. you know yeah. see stuff like that, yeah. I was just like, right, yeah, no, I felt man, I think so that. I'll be honest. I was really. I might have felt warmer watching that movie than I did watching Black Panther. Yeah, like, Spike Lee got his first, yeah. got his first uh, Oscar, Oscar. so that was good to yeah. see. Yeah. That was he, leapfrogged in the in the yeah. Samuel Jackson's. Yeah, uh, man, I was, 
I was arms. Very, I was very happy for him. I got to have dinner with him one time. And, oh yeah. Yeah, and then it was like really cool. And yeah. I've, I've watched, you know, ever since I was a little kid, because my mom watched Spike Lee films, mm-hmm. and you know, what I mean, I used to just like sit in my parents' room and watch whatever mm-hmm. they was watching. You know, so it's like I've been watching Spike Lee's forever, and mm-hmm. like to see him finally get to that point because I know he's got what it has already deserved an Oscar. Yeah, so right, it, it right. Really, the really, resurgence of him is, yeah. is is beautiful for me for me to see. Well, they tried to peg him as like I mean, which you know, to be fair, he didn't do a lot to to help change this, but you know, there was a period of time where they just tried to uh, peg Spike as like the angry black man, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I mean, and like you know, meanwhile he was just he was just fighting. He was fighting for a place at the, for a seat at the table. He was mm-hmm. fighting for a seat at the table, and mm-hmm. you know, people, mainstream America didn't see that. They just saw an angry black man, and you know, there were times when he got dismissed for being an angry black right. man when he was making incredible right. art. Yeah. That's one thing about art: mm-hmm. a good piece of art holds up over time. Mm-hmm. Like now, this that's is really, twenty nineteen. That's, really, that's really what defines it. Yeah, like if it burned out. It really wasn't all that. I bet you if you turn on, I bet you if you turn on, uh, you turn on Do the Right Thing today, if you turn on Bamboozle today, if you turn on Jungle Fever today, if you turn on Malcolm X, Malcolm X, yeah, there's so many films that you turn them on today that's despite what you made, they're still going to almost hurtfully be relevant because it's like, yo, it's been 20 Time years since this movie came out. It's been. And since I've been <laughs> out here in LA, I've seen a couple of kids. In 2019, mm-hmm. wear public enemy T-shirts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like there's some public wow. enemy pins at the meeting yeah. yesterday. You know, I need to go get one of those. Yeah, man, yeah, I love to see stuff like that. Much. Like not to just not just be trendy, but like, yo, this was a good body of work that held up over time. Yeah. So I want to support this good body of work. Right. You know, and I right. think that's important. Yeah, uh, most definitely. Um, Last thing I wanted to talk to y'all about was was this players versus fans thing that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell Wilson recently, you know, he's been in the press a lot about what he's been doing um, or what happened to him with the fan and yeah. all of that. How, how do you feel about, you know, all of that situation? I think as a man, you can't, like, all right, I know with sports, we talk trash. You know, that's a part of it. You know, when you're working now, you're doing anything physical. You talk trash, but when you start saying things like "boy," you start cursing at people. Yeah, you know you're way out of pocket at this point. Right. You know you're way out of line, and like it's so funny. And I don't know if you guys have seen this at all. I actually just saw this video the other day. You know, everybody's talking about oh, this happened with Russell Wilson. Have you guys seen the video with the owner from the Knicks? I haven't seen a video, but I know about what happened. Yeah, like so somebody. Screamed at him, told him he should sell, sell the team. team. Mm-hmm. He kicked the dude out and banished him from ever coming to a Knicks game ever mm-hmm. again. For saying sell the team. For mm-hmm. saying sell the team. Right. Not Somebody calls Russell Wilson a boy, mm-hmm. and it's just like let's find. Like this isn't right. This isn't right. Well, they did ban him. They did ban him from from the Jazz from the Jazz game. But that's yeah, in all fairness, they but they, they, they buy they Russ. Don't do that to, they don't they do that to Russ for for yeah. going too hard. They don't do that to enough though, right? You right. Saying, because if Russ would have made a big stink about this, yeah, it wouldn't that dude would be fine. Right. That's how it always right. goes. And I get it, like with him as well too. But like in the heat of the moment, like you know, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. It's things you regret, and there's things in the heat of the moment. And like I can only imagine, like. Like, there's, you know, there's been times where I've been on stage or whatever, like, hip-hop spots or whatever, and I, I had somebody, like, try to jump on stage one time, you know? 
you don't think like, okay, you know what? Let me keep cool. You're thinking like, yo, let me sit him down. Either sit down or I'm gonna sit you down. Yeah, right. You know, like that's what yeah. you think in those immediate moments that he's in the moment, you know? I don't like Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook? <laughs> I don't I don't like Russell Westbrook, but like oh, in this situation, yeah. I'm on the side of whatever is in the best interest of the players. Yeah, yeah, overall totally. in this situation because like it's it's crazy that they have to deal with this because if yep. you were an employee working literally any other job anywhere else in the fucking United States like whoever's in charge of you or whatever yeah. is not going to allow people to just berate and racism and all these things at you at your place of work while you're performing your job. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not going to happen. I don't think just because, you know, like, there's no, there's literally nothing, there's nothing you could say to me that qualifies professional athlete to have to be degraded, you know, with, no, the title. with no form of, yeah. you know, uh, protection or anything, you know, while they're performing their job. Yeah. I can you buy know, your jersey right, so I can call right, you anything right. you want. You know what I mean? Like, no. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the thing about this show, if, 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 if you, you know what I'm saying, if you work at 7-Eleven mm -hmm. and I came in and I came in a 7-Eleven and bought M&M's, I'm a paying customer though. I work at 7 like you work at 7 I come in, I buy M&M's, I'm trying to buy M&M's, mm -hmm. and I'm cussing you out, crazy, degrading you, talking about your mom, your wife, your kids, X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You will probably at some point call the police. Right. The police will come and remove this man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There is no difference between someone doing that in an NBA arena yeah. and somebody doing that in the 7-Eleven. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so in that fact, like I'm with the players. I'm with Russell Wilson on this. I with Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry. I'm with Russell Westbrook on this one. Mm -hmm. But what I will say, though, is uh, when he did, he went, I, he's a sour-ass dude. And when he threatened to fuck up the chick, too, he went too far. And once again, in cancel culture, he's very lucky that people didn't jump on him and start calling him, you know, you know, woman abuser and all kinds of shit like that. Like he got yeah. out of that scot free. Yeah. Like he straight threatened a woman. Yeah. Like let's not forget that part. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm like, he's got to get his shit under control mm -hmm. on some real shit. And, 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 and you know, it's one of those things. You know, we were talking before, like you said, he people know he's a target now because he's so sensitive. Right. Yeah. You, let, you, you let you, you let people, if people know your, your, your push buttons and they know what upset you, <laughs> then they gonna, they gonna keep on doing it because they know they can get a reaction out of you and anything that they feel like they can get, uh, get you upset, get you to get your head out of the game, mm -hmm. get you thrown out of the game. Mm -hmm. And and that's in life too. You yeah, know, totally. people, if people know your buttons, they gonna push you. Absolutely. You know, it, it just is what it is. So I think he needs to be cognizant of that. And he needs to be aware that people know that stuff upset him because he's he wears it on his sleeve. Mm -hmm. Just like he did the little kid touched him and yeah. he's looking back like you know what I mean? Like running up on the child. Right, you're running up on yeah. like you looking at a kid like that. Like most NBA players would have just been like, watch out little man right. or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like right. you know, watch out little right. man. Like, just so you know, because you don't want the kid to get right. hurt. You're like, that's why people don't like you. Right. <laughs> and, and I and like I said before, um, I seen Russell Westbrook in person, yeah. and he was cussing and acting like that at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Mm -hmm. This is in 2012. Yeah. Um. So it's just a personality thing, mm -hmm. you know. And mm -hmm. I think that's 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 what I want for him mm -hmm. as a man because it's it's 
they say your sometimes your strongest asset is your biggest, biggest weakness. weakness. Yeah. And he's so aggressive on court, that's and that's mean. why he's great. Yeah. But off court, it's too you, much. It's too much. And yeah. we talked about that's Fifty Cent's problem. Yeah. You know, that's that's how he got out of his environment, mm-hmm. and now. He can't turn it off when he's at a level where he needs to yeah. chill out. Yeah. It's interesting to see. I don't know if you guys saw this or not with the um, uh, Adam Silver, you know, right. charge of the NBA. Did you see his recent report? It, they about being uh, depressed. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the NBA players they have found are now depressed mm-hmm. because they're not just getting booed or people are talking trash to them on the court. But they can do that to them twenty four hours a day right. on Twitter. Right. So they're right. finding as a. But on the other end of things, basketball players are soft these what, days. Jalen Rose, <laughs> Jalen Rose just made a comment about that, uh-huh. and that's what he said. He was like, "Yo," soft, he was right. like, "For real?" He's like, "I remember one time I took my check, cashed it, and I was in my living room throwing it up in the air, like, <laughs> yeah. like Mama, I made yeah, it, right. you know." But like, like, I didn't but, care. But you know what? That was like the same deal, though. But like, that's the thing. Is like, you, like for real, like I said, these cats are soft. Like they, they whine, complain, and boo hoo, and that's why they oh, what was me and like pile of money. And like, this isn't like some shit where it's just like, oh, I'm looking down on some dude. I don't understand what it's like to be rich. Like, no, dude. The if you're no, you don't have to be on the fucking internet. You don't like you, you don't. do not have to be. So all the things that are making you sad, they're making you sad because you're not allowing it. Mm-hmm. You're reading these negative comments. You're trying to debate with fools. You're trying. You're creating burner accounts. Yeah, you're, you're creating <laughs> burner accounts. But I got no sympathy for that. Yeah, like you can. If you you know, get sensitive. You can get. Off. You can get away from that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you said boohoo. Like, yo, think about this. Like before the internet. Motherfuckers were writing hate mail. Right. Do you people were putting in work to hate on you? Right? you know how easy, do you know how easy it is to hate on a nigga on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I can do that while while I'm making a sandwich. Right. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, Jalen Rose, somebody probably actually sat at a desk, got mm-hmm. a pencil and paper, wrote a letter, folded it up, put it in an envelope. And drove to a fucking post office and dropped it off. But don't, don't forget, though, that's, that's awesome that you said that, because don't forget, there was that whole situation with Jalen Rose where they were like, we found him at a crack house. Yeah, Remember that? And he was, and he was like, no. Documentary. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was like, no, it was a house yeah, that had crack crazy. in it, but it was <laughs> yeah, not a crack house. He was like, I know what a crack house is. I was happy yeah. to play video yeah. games at the time yeah. and people were dealing crap. Right. You know? So yeah, it's a huge difference. That was me shit. And, like, and yeah. also you bring that point up about about hate mail and, mm-hmm. and the difference between Jalen Rose era. Think about like a Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they out there throwing rocks and shit. Rocks. Yeah. They, they, like, and the crowd and, was calling and, him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> threats that you have to take seriously. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a whole different level. Not being able to stay in the same place as your team. Right. All of that. Like, it's a, it's like, a lot. Man, y'all are, man. I, I <laughs> yeah. agree with you, man. Like it's it's a lot of like stuff that I feel like you should be able to overlook and you should be above. You just yeah. wearing it a little yeah. too hard. But see that obviously. is and that is one of those type of things, man, where it's like where I do think with the, on the flip side is like, you know, you talk about the professionalism of not being degraded in your workplace and X, Y, and Z. On the other side of this, a lot of these dudes act like this like this a lot of these dudes act like this isn't a job. Right. You know what I mean? Like they act like it's not a job and like they like you know, like there's nothing that they 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just all supposed to be roses and flowers. Right. Like, yeah. you're still employed. Yeah, you are. Like, you know what I mean? And like, you're a public, like, you're a public, you're a public figure. figure. This is what you signed up for, bro. It like, is. nobody sprung this shit on See, you. I, I Pay agree. somebody to manage your Twitter account. I, I, agree. Agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree with grabbing the security guard and, like, man, this dude getting a little too personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you warn him? And mm-hmm. if you keep doing, can you get him out of yeah, there? Like, exactly. that, nothing yeah. wrong with that. And that's a bad easy to right. do. Right, man. It's super, super easy to do. Because at this point, who you stunting for? Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, ain't nobody on TV. Knows right. what's going on in the court, you know what I mean? What the once you start making scenes, everybody knows what's going on right. in the court. You know? Definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you man. know, but like I said, you, you get aggressive in the wrong situation, in the wrong way or whatever. You, you just ruin it in your own self, so. right? And you're gonna regret it because it's not worth it. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, right. man, but I wanna thank y'all so much for coming, man. We had such good conversation. Yeah. Um Appreciate you, know, you having us. Yeah, man, man, man so definitely, much. man. We gotta do it again sometime, maybe next year or something, y'all come back. And do it all again, get updates on, you know, all the projects and everything that y'all working on. Yeah. As a matter of fact, before you bounce, we mm-hmm. actually just started working on a project. We're calling it Seven Days. Seven, seven Days with a View. Seven Days with a View about the whole week we've been in L.A. and everything that inspired us from photography, art, music, the culture, mm-hmm. everything. And it started, we started working on it since we've been out here. So. And you played a little bit for me and uh-huh. I enjoyed it. So right. hopefully it come out. You know, sounding the way you wanted to come out. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Right. Give it. Let everybody know where they can find you at. Um, cool hand, true everywhere. C O O L H A N D T R E W on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and that's the website as well too. And uh, where where they, where can they find the albums at? Like, they, what's the name of the album? Everything they can find everything on Spotify, Pandora on Spotify. You know, uh, the last projects, the last two projects, the World's Fault and NoHo. As a matter of fact, I just found out on Pandora we're actually about to hit five hundred thousand listens. Very no impressive. promo or anything whatsoever. Yes, very Paul Andy, thank you, appreciate yes. it, Phil. What's Happy blessing. Spotify? Uh, uh, Spotify, cool hand, true yeah. as well too. Same thing on Pandora. So y'all check it out and thank you for all the support. For real, yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah. Where can they find you at, man? Yeah, man, you can find me pretty much anywhere that matters at Call Me Right Out. Uh, C A L L M E R I D E O U T. Call Me Right Out, just like it sounds. Uh, Instagram is my main place that you can catch me at. I get on Twitter and let things get me mad about the government sometimes. But uh, <laughs> you want to see about the government? You want to see about photography, man? Send me on Instagram. But yeah, it's Call Me Right Out everywhere. Yeah, man, yeah. and you know me. Reach me at Rebel Ramon on everything. Um, Modern Genius TV is a YouTube channel. And a lot of people been asking me, you know, how they can support me, hit me up. And I appreciate that a lot. So I'll put the Patreon and the Cash App link um, down below in the bio and everything. So if you want to, you can support. We got t-shirts up on the website. You can support that way. Hoodies if you want to. I appreciate everybody listening. Until next time. Peace.